Hello, you're listening to Achieve Beyond with Melanie Hall podcast, brought to you by Big Uptick Social Marketing, LLC, where bigger things can happen when you hashtag Achieve Beyond. Hello, I'm Melanie Hall with Big Uptick Social Marketing, LLC, and this is a happy day for YouTube creators because YouTube is finally, finally looking into how they can reduce the takedown notices for content ID and copyright infringements. And if you are a YouTube creator and you've ever been impacted by all those evil bots that tell you that your video is taken down because it infringed on some kind of copyright, or if you've been the unlucky victim where they even took away your channel altogether, this is a happy day for you. And I wanted to talk about my experience that I had in March of 2015. Right now it's March 2016. This was a very unique and unfair situation. And it's, you, you won't believe this when I tell you, but this is how ridiculous it got. Now, first, let me explain if you're not familiar with how uh, YouTube knows that you, have, uh, you, have, you are using somebody else's content or you are actually uh, doing some copyright infringement, meaning you're using their brand so that you can gain uh, you know, even a monetary gain. They have bots. They have technical bots. When you upload a YouTube video, when you upload your video, the YouTube bot will uh, be able to go through its big system and say, hey, that's identical material, and uh, they've used so many seconds of it or whatever, or there's music in the background or whatever, they will, uh, that's triggered by their content ID flag, and you will either get a strike or a notice, and that's where anybody, absolutely anybody, even me, Melanie Hall, I could say I own a string of three words. And if I put that through YouTube uh, bot system and I alert YouTube copyright department and say, okay, in any event, if anybody uses those three words, my dog Bob, then you should be able to take it down because those are my three words. That sounds crazy, I know, but that's what happened to me. And here's the scenario. Get ready for this. A year ago, I was starting a fun little series called Talking Lyrics. And how I did, how I did this is, uh, this is just an odd talent I have where I could repeat the lyrics of a song as I hear them. So a song playing on the radio, and it all started because someone's saying, what are they saying? And so I would just repeat the words that I heard as the lyrics. So uh, let's say there was, uh, and see, I'm even shy about saying those words right now because, <laughs> you know, this is brand new, this new reduction of copyright infringement takedown notices. So, uh, but what this was is I had my, uh, my cell phone, I have my cell phone and I put it on a live streaming radio station 
and this radio station, I think they were uh, hits of the 70s, which I, I like that music. So I had my earbuds plugged in to my smartphone, and I was listening to the radio station. And as I had my earbuds in, like this, I could only I could hear the music, the, the recording, what I did on YouTube, they could not hear the music at all. And I would play, I made this a game, so I would see if the audience uh, could guess the artist and the song. So it went something like this. I'd say, it looked like this exactly. I'd say, all right, here's a new tune. It's kind of peppy. Okay. Uh, okay, here's a long, long time ago in the schoolyard. And then we went, you know, and those aren't even real lyrics, but I did them to live streaming songs on the radio. But only I heard the music. So I did um, these, I did this series of talking lyrics. I did four hours worth of doing that. And I separated each, each one because I listened to the radio for four solid hours and did these talking lyrics for four solid hours, four. And my voice got hoarse and I was getting really, really relaxed over that time. Uh, you know, the songs became more challenging, it seemed, you know, if they were faster songs or even artists that don't enunciate really well, I was trying, you know, and I was, I was really messing up some of these lyrics, but that was the appeal. The appeal was, uh, to see if the audience could still guess the artist and the song that I was listening to by just me talking the lyrics, not singing, not humming, nothing, just me talking the lyrics. So I had 65 of those that I that, that, that were separated and split. Each one of them had a title. Each one of them had uh, uh, thumb thumbnail thumbnail art. Uh, each one had descriptions. So I was uploading these periodically. It was a Saturday. I uploaded my first one out of that series of 65. And I was going to release maybe three a day. So I was releasing my three. And I think I got a little braver too. And I think I released six that day because I already had them, already had them edited and everything like that. Well, Within, oh my goodness, within probably three hours, six hours of me posting that very first, you know, series, I got a copyright strike, a strike. And you know, with YouTube, you can get three strikes and they shut down your channel. And they, they claimed that I had no rights to use uh, these three words. There were three words, and I'm not even going to repeat them because the uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to do that. That's how serious it is. So I had in within the title it had hashtag talking lyrics, and then I had three words that, of that title of the song. Three words. So it said talking lyrics, ba ba ba, at double speed, and. To make it even more appealing, so note so that you could hear, you could hear when I edited the videos, you could hear a three-minute song in like a minute, 
and a half maybe because I did it in double time so that was even funnier so you know my voice was very fast and you had to listen it was, it was so fun well a particular music company uh, claimed that I had no right to use those three words in my title or description just words like my dog Bob something simple like that so uh, and this was this was very devastating to me because I was you know I still have uh, you know at that time and I still do I still do lights camera HOA it's a weekly hangouts on-air series where we uh, introduce people help them to get over their camera shyness well when you get a copyright strike now I'm talking about a year ago so now this is how they're supposed to be changing it when I got my copyright strike my, my first copyright strike based on those three words uh, it stripped me of all my privileges as a YouTube partner so I could no longer record videos that were more than 15 minutes uh, I couldn't use custom thumbnails I couldn't make those anymore and uh, couldn't monetize um, I couldn't use annotations I couldn't use cards I couldn't do any of that they stripped me clean as if I was a brand new youtuber and that really really bothered me because I have I have been making videos for a long time and for them just to you know when someone had that warning up this music company because I used three words of that title the YouTube bots uh, YouTube is a safe safe harbor where they are they are not the mediator as far as if there's like a, who you're gonna battle with so YouTube doesn't choose like uh, who is right here is it that music company is the music artist right or is the YouTube creator right that's not their place their place is they instantly initiate that that strike on the YouTube creator because uh, the music you know because someone had claimed those three words and when those particular three words showed up in my title or my description they blocked it and this really really upset me because it was going to impact me uh, and because I use I upload videos all the time my own videos I create and the archives of the weekly series so uh, and when they give you a YouTube strike remember you can only get three so the likelihood that you're gonna get number two and three are very high when you have strike number one because the system is already really looking at you to see if you'll do something similar to that again and when um, your privileges you know your YouTube partner uh, status is stripped away and, and you don't get all the bells and whistles to do you know to do your really good videos um, that was that was harmful the only recourse I had was when you get your YouTube strike you know uh, you're notified by email and uh, it, it tells you you know hey you're in trouble you've got the strike and if you want to dispute it click here but be warned that we're not going to be liable for any legal fees that you that that ensues um, we're not representing you we're not re representing them you're responsible for all the lawyer fees it's like this very scary notice and uh, you know if you dare click on that ooh, you can't go back you know it's that kind of feeling well when I saw this notice I you know and I had like 
I don't know how long I had to respond. I don't know, I don't remember if there was a time frame, but I know that I, I dug into it. I did a lot of in investigating. I did a lot of search on um, Google to see like, what is with this legal agreement? And you know, what do I do? What should I do? And I think I spent four hours of, three or four hours in research before I clicked on that, yes, I'm going to dispute this. Because what I learned through the research is about the bots, about the big, big uh, music companies, about the artists, about how the robots just, you know, there's no human that looks at any of those claims and says, wait a minute, that's not really copyright infringement. Wait a minute, that's not really content ID um, duplication. There's no human that does this. This is all bots. And how can you argue with a bot? So what I had to do was um, once I gained the confidence to know what my legal rights were and how I could battle this and was it worth my time and effort and possibly money to defend my uh, YouTube status or this video that, la that was like two minutes long, two minutes long, I thought, do I dare dispute this? Do I have time? Do I have the interest? Do I have the energy to continue to pursue it? Because it's not going to be resolved overnight. So I said um, yes to those questions. I said yes. I said yes. I'm going to invest my time and my energy and because I, I don't like injustice. And this was injustice to me. This was unjustified um, not necessary action toward me using a string of three words in a title or a description when there was no sound coming from my cell phone and there was no reverb or anything coming from my earbuds. It was only my voice talking and repeating very badly, by the way, the lyrics to what I was listening to live. So I clicked that little button that said, I dispute, and they only give you, when you do that, uh, they only give you 250 characters to say why you feel you have been wronged, why you feel that you have, uh, this has been an, an unjustified uh, claim against you. So uh, I carefully had a uh, word, my 250 characters little thing, I had a figure out which little, which, which little dot I was going to click, like, uh, do I feel it's my work, do I feel I'm, I have the rights to use the work, do I have license to use the work, whatever, I had to fill out all that. But 250 characters was not going to um, do anything, do anything. How could, you, how could you say much in 250 characters? That's like two tweets. <laughs> That's like two tweets worth, less than two tweets worth, and I'm supposed to like make a claim. So I, I did something that was, uh, because I was so irritated and because I felt so unfair, unfairly targeted, and I knew that there were other YouTube creators out there in the same situation, but not quite as strange as mine was, with no music heard at all, um, I decided to go a little bit crazy with it. So when I put in my, uh, my little rebuttal, within 250 characters, I felt that I could not clearly state what needed to really be said in that, in that limited amount of space. So I hunted down the 
the the original artist, which I, I'm not going to mention any of these names because I don't want I don't want to be taken down. Um, so I looked up the particular artist and I found his Twitter hand, handle, uh, and he was currently touring at the time in Europe. And I said, yes, I'm you know <laughs> I'm going to tweet him right now. And his assistant can tell him at some point, or they can not even tell him at all, and they'll just, you know, I just want the artist to know that their, uh, the music company that's representing them is blocking anybody from using the string of three words. And why would they, why would he want that done? Uh, because, you know, that he's not getting anything shared that way. Uh, and you know his music can't live on if there's so if there's a restriction where he can't even use three words of his song so i let him know by a couple tweets then i then i located the twitter handle of the youtube vice president over copy the copyright department and i tweeted him and told him that i tweeted the artist uh, and I think I sent maybe three tweets about that so I could get more than 140 characters in uh, with the link and to my YouTube. I mean, I did this, and, and these were not direct messages. These were public tweets. So here I was uh, publicly saying that so all Twitter, Twitter Kingdom could see that I was upset with this particular artist and this particular company and I, I emailed and I tweeted the VP of the YouTube Copyright Department. To go even further, because I knew that tweets were not getting me anywhere, I said, well, who's the most important decision maker here, right here? Who's going to really move on this? Well, it wasn't going to be the music company at all. So I said, well, I'm not going to uh, bother putting my claim through them because uh, my real issue is with the um, YouTube bots, the bots themselves. So uh, I, I got the, uh, I even called YouTube, you know, and you really can't talk to a person on YouTube. You leave a message. So I think I left three messages <laughs> on, their, on their voicemail system. And I was able to locate the email of, through Google Plus. I mean, there was some real investigation work on my part. So I found the email address of the VP of the Copyright Department as well. Uh, I think I sent a copy to YouTube itself. I don't know. It was it was just just all a very. Uh, I I knew I had to do this within 24 hours. So uh, my emails were consisted of like three to four thousand words. It was very long, and I told, I mentioned what happened, who I am, what I do on YouTube. Uh, what re what itty bitty revenue I generate for them, uh, blah blah blah. So I clearly had enough space and time to give my case. Now, uh, while this was going on, you know, you have 30 days where you're in YouTube jail. You're in YouTube jail. So to avoid strike number two and three, I took down those other uh, talking lyric videos that I had because I didn't want that same music company in case they own the rights of anything I did for them to repeat that two more times because it was not worth me losing my YouTube channel and especially not losing my other YouTube channels. On Monday I got my note from YouTube, my email, that said they're looking into this situation. Okay, so I'm still in YouTube jail. I still have 
28 days to go, I suppose, 29 days out of the 30. So, uh, but under the agreement, when you're when you're in trouble with YouTube, you're you know when you click those little boxes when you dispute, you're not allowed to talk about it. You're not allowed to uh, mention it. Not allowed to talk about it at all. So as as much as I wanted to make a YouTube video, and even though other YouTube creators have done it, they've made their, their rant videos and said, I can't believe I was just taken down. I didn't want to do that because I, that's where I was, that's where I was scared because I said, well, gosh, they already have my 3,000, 4,000 words and the tweets and, you know, I, I do not want to, uh, I, I just didn't feel confident enough to you know, bring more attention to this situation. Well, um, I think then, so on Monday I got my note from them, and then on Tuesday I got another note from them that said, uh, you know, they're still looking into the case, but don't let that discourage you from making other videos. You still have these, these privileges and, you know, these things like, don't be afraid. Really, please don't be afraid. No, I was terrified. I didn't want to move an inch because I didn't know what would happen. You know, I, I'm, I'm a little little tadpole in an ocean, and I was not going to make much progress what I thought. Well, whatever was happening in the background with the music company, the, art, the music artist, and YouTube, and whatever department they forwarded all my stuff to, uh, and the attention that, you know, maybe a few people on Twitter saw it, I don't know. Um, some, some things started to happen. And I think on the fourth day, they said they were getting closer to a decision. YouTube said they were getting closer to a decision, blah, 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 blah. Well, uh, guess what? I was out of YouTube jail in 10 business days. So that was about two weeks solid because you have, like, I had two weekends. So, uh, and that was really, really valuable because I got cleared from an extra... Uh, 20 days being in YouTube jail, you know, 16 days being in YouTube jail. So I was like, victory! <sighs> but when they sent me the note, now this is the funny, this is the funny part, when they sent me the note and said, guess what? Your video can now be restored. Put that back up. Not a problem. So I put that same video back up. I, you know, put it back on publish. <laughs> and within like 15 minutes, I got the strike again on the same video. <laughs> so, you talk about being mad. You talk about being irate. Here it was, I had clearance that they cleared They cleared this issue up. Then, I, then they're telling me to put it back on YouTube. And then within 15 minutes, they give me the same, the same exact strike on the exact same video that I had. So, clearly... I, this system is broken, was broken. So I did all that again. I, uh, but I didn't, I didn't retweet the artist and I didn't retweet the uh, music company. This time I was just dealing with YouTube because it's YouTube bots, remember. So I sent them, you know, a note uh, and I forwarded the attachments of what I previously said and I said, you have really got to fix this policy because you are striking me again for the thing you just said I w it was okay to do. So that got cleared up in about two business days. And remember, this is just a video worth two minutes. Uh, 
you know, but I thought, well, if I can battle over this two minutes, then I can ha I can eventually have all my 65 videos released on YouTube. But because I got that second notice on the exact same video within 15 minutes, I did not trust the system at all. So what what's happened with my six, 65 Talking Lyrics videos? They are buried where the sunshine will never see them. They are private. They are, uh, nobody will see them as long as this system operates this way because it's not worth me risk putting at risk my YouTube uh, creation where I have videos that I create and archived and these archives are like an hour long each because they're, they're live interview shows. Um, live streaming, you know, big, big investment in time and money and energy for me, and I was not going to put that at risk anymore. But even after all this, uh, even after it was uh, determined, I determined that I was not going to even mess with my talking lyric, talking lyrics series anymore because I, it was too big of a risk with the YouTube bots. Um, I still didn't talk about it. I still did not make a video or anything regarding this issue. But I was talking about it privately, so uh, sometimes I would talk about it during an interview if I was on a live streaming broadcast. You know, if someone said, uh, hey, you have some experience with the YouTube strike, don't you? Then I would talk about it as, as uh, briefly as I could because I just didn't want to be part of that, that thing. Well, now, all these months have passed. Like I said, this is like a year now. So, uh, this, this weekend, February 27th, 28th, leap, leap year, leap day, 29th, March 1st, you know, for these last four days, YouTube is saying, um, hey, we're reducing how much we uh, send out takedown notices. We're really getting better at this system. So my question is, will I, is it, is it safe for me to put up my talking lyric, my talking lyrics series? And I say not yet for me because I don't trust it yet. I see far too many, uh, far too much content right now where YouTube creators are talking about their stories and uh, how they've lost channels. They've lost three channels because you know, they start up another one and then they're, you know, the bots take them down, whatever. It is just, just ridiculous. And it's just not with uh, music content or lyric content. This is uh, people who are giving movie reviews. Uh, the hashtag you want to follow is WTFU. And it's not what you think it stands for. It stands for Where's the Fair Use? Because we YouTube creators, I know I am and always have been very conscious of copyright infringement and fair to what fair use means. And a bot cannot uh, interpret that. It has to be humans that interpret that. Um, the policies have to change where uh, not anybody can, can 
give the bot the permission to shut you down, to take your material off. If YouTube were one person, here's what I would say. YouTube, I love you, YouTube. I've been working with you for a long time, and I thought we were like, you know, kind of like this. And you really hurt me. You really hurt me personally when you did that to me. And and I'm just just such this little little nobody on. You know, I'm not a big big advertiser for you. And uh, you know, I don't bring you much of any revenue. But why did you do that to me? Why did you do that? Was why would you hurt me like that? And that's what I would say to YouTube if they were a person. I am very very happy that YouTube is finally finally publicly announcing that mistakes have been made on their end and they are working on up, um, upgrading their policies and making them better. So I would like to know if that's for real. Is it for real? And I encourage everybody, everybody who puts anything on YouTube at all, get yourself educated. Learn what you can about what fair use means because you, you need to understand it so that you are ready whenever you get something pulled on your YouTube channel. You need to know if it is worth clicking on that little box to saying, I want to dispute it. So YouTube, if you want to keep your YouTube creators and if you want to, dis if you want to discover the future stars, future YouTube stars, you have got to do better. You've got to do better. You know, there's some brilliant 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds out there and 13-year-olds who will be, they're on their way to being tomorrow's YouTube stars, and they're going to bring you lots and lots of money, lots of money. We know how that works, PewDiePie. They're going to be like that, Miranda Sings. So please don't discourage your YouTube creators because there's more coming. and. I may never reach that status. It's not that's not the important part to me, but what matters to me is I am permitted to do what I want to do that is not harmful to anyone, that does not hurt anyone's business. You know, I'm I have a small business of my own and I don't want to hurt anybody's business. And I don't want to uh, take money away from any artist or any music company or any entity at all but on the same side of that coin I don't want you to interrupt my rights to create because when you do that we'll leave YouTube there's other avenues and they may not uh, you know comparatively you know, they're not the second largest search engine on the internet, but you know what? Maybe one day, you don't know, you don't know. So YouTube encourage us to stay. We have souls and show your soul too. Thanks for listening. So with that, let's end on a happy note. I hope that everything's good and happy and, and we have rainbows and unicorns and lemon cupcakes, the whole shebang. Let's get our fair use rights understood so that we can properly use them. So until the next time, this is Melanie Hall with Big Uptick Social Marketing, LLC. Visit my YouTube channel while you can. <laughs>
you can find me because I'm easily Googleable <laughs> on the internet. Just make sure you spell my name right, M-E-L-O-N-E-Y Hall, and you'll find me really, really easy. It's lights out, but keep creating. Thank you for listening today. This has been Melanie Hall, your Achieve Beyond Guide. Visit the website often at BigUptickSocial.com. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. If you want to find me on Google, just be sure to spell my name like this, M-E-L-O-N-E-Y, Paul. Until the next time, remember to achieve beyond.